Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spring Fever with me, XFL, CFL, USFL, X League, MLFB, uh, Rip in Pieces. Jim joined by my man, Uncle Rico. Eric, here to talk all things. This week, we're keeping it light, but we're talking all things spring football. So, look, I don't have any XFL gear, but I do have this lovely, lovely rock, respect. Ooh hoodie thing i decided to wear that just so i could be in the mood i don't have any gear you reminded me i my my merch came in i got i got the uh the hoodie okay just pretty 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 like you know whatever how's it how's it feel haven't tried it on yet I'll, you know what i'm gonna try it on for the show give me one second let me just uh-huh. rip this off try the tank on for the show Ooh, ooh. how's it feel Ooh, that's breathable Breathable, you like it? Good feel, good I like, stuff. I, it's it's maybe a little big, like I got an XL. Ah, it fits pretty well, but I also got this uh these shorts. Okay. And I like the shorts. I actually like the shorts quite a bit. It's got a uh, back pocket athletic shorts. Big fan of that. Okay. I the logo is still though. The logo is still just it's not it's not what I want. The logo kind of sucks, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Not to be a, not to be a dizzick, but the logo kind of sucks. Yeah, not to be a hater, but the the logo, I 2020 logo is. I'm I am claiming that is my logo now. Not that to be a hater, not, not to be a hater, rock, but it kind of sucks. Especially just compared, but yeah. I mean it's very comfy. Not worth the price. I will say this: this tank top and the shorts I showed you was around a hundred dollars for both of them. That's shorts. like a good steak dinner you could have got. It's a great steak dinner. There's a steak dinner in this uh, northern Nebraska town that uh, you get. It's like eighty dollars for a two-pound tomahawk. I don't think I've anyone heard anyone say northern Nebraska before. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard. It's I don't about, think it's about like two and a half, three hours away from the uh, South Dakota border. Okay, I mean, before we dump into these CFL things, I think the big thing we need to discuss is somebody on social media brought up if kansas makes a bowl game oh my god back to this you need to yes i need idiots of a, of a key, key lime, lime pie are you yes. gonna do that that you're also bearing the lead that wasn't just somebody that was renegade jim one of the original gyms he was prop i think renegade jim was like follower number three on my twitter account okay he's been he's been with me since the beginning he's an he's og gym. he's been through the wars Oh, he's he's a day one. He, he I'll be in the trenches with Renegade Jim. Okay, all right. Okay, so is that is that the bet? Yeah, that's the bet. If Kansas makes a bowl game, a we'll go to the game. Yeah, obviously, and b at while we're there in whatever city the game will be at, I will eat all the ingredients to a key lime pie. God, dude, that's gonna be. That's going to be must-watch right there. It might be. Do you think eating all the greens to a key lime pie, it might be easier to do that than to eat all the greens to a batch of cookies. Oh, that's going to, yeah. Because what, 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 I don't even know what's in a key lime pie. Let's, uh, you know what, let's, let's sidetrack right now. This show is fine. So, key lime pie ingredients. I got pulled up right here. Let's see. Key lime pie from the Food Network. Let's do classic from Live Well, Bake Often. So ingredients, come here. Let's. I gotta scroll down through all their their life story. 
<laughs> that's the one thing I hate about these cooking things. It's like, I just want to know what's in it. I don't want to oh, know. They got to sell the blogs. I'm not too upset by it. So, okay. One and a half cups of graham cracker crumbs. Easy. 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 Half a cup of granulated sugar. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I did it with the cookies. That's easy. I, Eric, I used to eat like cups of sugar just by itself. I was terribly unhealthy as a kid. Jesus. Here's a hard one right here, though. Six tablespoons of unsalted butter. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you up front. That's gonna be pretty hard. Here's another one. One cup of key lime juice. <laughs> well, the one I'm looking at says you will need eight to ten limes total for the recipe. Well, yeah, but you're probably squeezing the limes and then like you're eating the zest. So this yeah. one, I'm doing one cup key lime juice. Two cans of Sweden condensed milk. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, you're not even going to make it to the game, dude. <laughs> like, you're gonna, no, I'm doing this like a different day. I'm doing this on a, at the hotel room. I'm doing this on a totally like I'm getting there days in advance. We are getting there days in advance and I'm doing this like well before the game. Okay. Five large egg yolks. Doable. I've done two. And then whip topping. Oh, my God. You're going to. Jesus, dude. The hard part's good. The hardest thing here is the butter. Also, a cup of lime juice is a lot of lime juice. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of lime juice. That's an insane amount of lime juice. God. I'm almost hoping. I'm almost gonna be rooting for Kansas now. This sounds kind of fun. I'm telling you, dude. They're America's team, dude. You gotta find no, that. You cannot keep saying that they are not America's team. It, you're going to be getting so many text messages this year just regarding Kansas football. Every time Kansas wins, my fucking Twitter is going to blow up. Dude, every time they get a first down, I'm going to be blowing up your Twitter. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so from the beside besides, aside from the CFL, I do want to shout out the USFL for still like continuing to get a shitload of players into the NFL and get signed and whatnot, get, get training camp looks at least. I think they've gotten over 40. I think they're at 41 or 42 right now. You know what? It just it speaks volumes. Like if you can say, "Hey, you're gonna get a chance," that's your selling point for this league, and that's yeah. what it's all about. I'm really happy for them. Happy for the um, kids. I do have to say, happy a curse to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They dropped Kyle Sloter, uh, my boy. They they, um, they they dropped him. He's no he, longer with the team. He let you down week one, my friend. No, week one he was great. No, no. Oh, and yeah, he says yes. Oh, for the preseason. Yeah, he, you know what? He didn't get the start. I bet if he starts the whole game, they win. I'm just going to, I'll say that. Hey, Doug Peterson, I need to get you on the phone. Hey, Dougie boy. Because if you remember before the USFL, Kyle Sloter was the king of preseason. Yeah. Okay. Start him for preseason. You dummy. Otherwise, there's like other, there's some like XFL news. They hired a WWE guy. They, it's, they have this huddle thing, which is a, a membership service where you can vote on stuff. It's like they had this in 2020. It's whatever. There's nothing big really happening until they actually announce team names and then the draft. Those are like the two big announcements coming up where we get actual oh, team Hayes. names. John Hayes is going over there. That's a pretty big, dude. The strength coach. Oh, yeah. From WWE. That's a big one. That's that's a nice one. Yeah, that's kind of big. I think they're doing pretty similar thing where they just have like one sort of like hub team that are doing like all the, I don't, I assume each team's going to have their own strength coach too, though. I I think they kind of need a whole, you can't have one guy. You'd have to have like a whole thing. 
or maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll be the guy in charge and he'll have guys underneath them. They, that, he, you know what yeah, I mean? Do a little like streamlined service, th- <laughs> and he'll kind of be on top of everything. But yeah, that guy's legit, dude. That guy's well, good. Yeah, that guy's he's gonna get. Yeah, he's gonna get to from WWE. I like that move. The big news that we're gonna be waiting on are team names and the draft. Uh, one guy did get confirmed, accepted to the XFL, and then we'll see where he gets drafted. Uh, punter Marquette King, formerly of the St. Louis Battlehawks, also formerly of the Oakland Raiders at the time. That that guy's problem is he just he just booms it, dude. He just totally outkicks the coverage like no other. God, he's so good. And his person, like someone like that with that kind of personality fits so well in a league like the XFL. Yeah. They need personalities. Like, you know, you can get some personalities in there and also he's a name that people know. And for some reason, the NFL just is done with him. Yeah. I don't know why, but maybe maybe it's because he outkicked the coverage. Maybe. Also, I would like to announce we are officially like, I, I'm going to say one, two, three, four, uh, so 28, 29, 30. We are about 30 days away from X-League football, from Japanese football. Our boy is back over there. Let's go. And I got a, I got the service. I actually got signed up for it. I need to, I need to look into that because I think I can actually start paying for that. I have the service now to watch X-League football. Okay, well, that's, that's a plus. I it's got it. Show. It's like 50 bucks for the whole for the whole year, I think. That's it. Yeah, but it's like it's, it's like you're, yeah, it's it. You just watch it on your computer. I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, well, that's pretty easy. Fifty bucks. And we will like I I will say this. I will experiment on Twitch, uh, to try and like live stream the games with us commentating over it. That has your Twitch account getting banned and all over it. Well, it has it at least getting muted. And yeah. I'm okay experimenting on Twitch. I just don't want the YouTube channel. I could start another Twitch. I only have like 13, 16 followers on Twitch. I'll start another Twitch. Uh, YouTube, YouTube's I don't want to lose. YouTube's I don't want to lose the YouTube. YouTube's your little baby. And Twitch is generally more generous. Like they'll just they'll just mute. They don't they don't ban outright. I think what me and you need to do is me and you need to have a weekly like college football game, and it's just you and I just battling on Twitch. Oh, we could – if you want to do, like, a weekly live stream college football game where we just pick different sides and just go at it. And it's just one random. You know, we get one random, like – Should we get a wheel? Should we get a wheel set up? <laughs> and we just spin it? Yeah. Yeah, we can we do just, that. It, yeah, each week – you know what? We'll, we'll experiment with this on the college football show. This is Spring Fever. Let's get into these Canadian Football League lines, boy. Uh, before we actually get into the lines, though, there's some futures I wanted to talk to you about. So they have – um. The Grey Cup odds posted right now. This is kind of the halfway point of the season. The real halfway point's like Labor Day, but I want to talk about it right now. Are there any teams you like for the Grey Cup besides the Bombers, who are the overwhelming favorite at plus 150? What, what, what are the Stampeders? Stampeders are plus 400. So I'll, give, I'll just give you all the teams in order. Winnipeg is number one, plus 150. BC Lions, plus 300. Calgary Stampeders plus 400. Toronto Argonauts plus 700. Saskatchewan Rough Riders 10 to 1. Montreal Alouettes 15 to 1. Hamilton Tiger Cats 20 to 1. 
Ottawa Red Blacks forty to one, Edmonton Elks a hundred to one. So the teams in the East are Toronto, Montreal, Hamilton, and the Redbacks, correct? Correct. I'm not sold. On I'm not sold on any team from the East. I'm not sold on Montreal. I'm not sold Hamilton, on any team from the East. Hamilton 20 to 1, I think, is a little interesting. Yeah, but Hamilton just, like, their second half collapses are a continual thing. You just texted me last week. You DM'd me last week saying their coach should be fired. He should be. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, like, he should be fired. I'm not arguing at that point, but I'm saying, like, I don't trust Toronto. I don't trust Montreal. I think Toronto's starting to come around, and I think Toronto's a chaos team that I can get behind. I don't like it at seven to one when I got it earlier in the year at like eight fifty. I kind of like. What about Calgary? How do you feel about those guys? Four to one. I don't trust their offense. Like to win the Grey Cup, they're probably going to have to play Winnipeg, and they're just never going to beat Winnipeg. What about the Rough Riders? Do you think they ten to one? I don't hate. But that offensive line worries me a lot, especially with Cody Fajardo's recent like his his knee bugging him. He doesn't have the mobility that you'd want to see out of that guy, and the offensive line being a friggin' revolving door worries me. But that defense can put him in games, and yeah. if they are playing up to their highest potential, they could beat anybody. But they just, especially recently, like they've had a bad like three weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you want my I, honest yeah. opinion? Yeah. I see value on Winnipeg. Plus 150. Can't do it. Because here's my thought. They're, they're buying away the best team. Like, it's pretty convenient. Like, they're undefeated for a reason. The officials, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, they're they're really good. Yeah. When they, when they make the Grey Cup, when they get there, and they will... They will probably be the favorite, and you're not going to get plus 150 on them to win. You won't get plus 150 on Winnipeg Moneyline when it comes to the Grey Cup. I agree. So I actually see value there. I would have seen more value, like when we said the preseason, to grab it then when it was like uh, plus 250, plus 300. But I still see a little bit of value at 150. Okay. Because they're going to be there, and they're going to be the favorite, and you're not going to get them on the money line. Next up, though, what we is- have we have the CFL's most outstanding player, which is their their MVP. Uh, I see no value on anybody here because it's going to be Nathan Rourke. Yeah, there's absolutely nobody. He's minus 140. Nothing. It's going to be Nathan Rourke. How could it be anyone besides Nathan Rourke? Unless he gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I could see it. And then you could also say who's going to make it to the Grey Cup. So who do you think is going to play Winnipeg? Here are the odds for to make the Grey Cup. Winnipeg is minus 300. Jesus. So if they're minus 300 to make the game, why not take plus 150 for them to probably win it? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Who do you think is going to be in the Grey Cup with Winnipeg? And I'll tell you their odds. Hamilton. Okay, Hamilton to make the Grey Cup is nine to one. You think it's a repeat of last year? I. Okay, so the East is wide open, right? We yeah. both admit that the teams in the East are Toronto. Um, who, who we got? Toronto, 
Hamilton, Ottawa, Montreal, right? Those four teams? Correct. I'm not, I don't trust Toronto. I know you like them. I don't trust Toronto. Ottawa, not Ottawa. Ottawa is a complete mess right now. I don't trust Montreal. Do you I know trust that, Hamilton to get it back together is the question. To like stop they fire their up. coach, they're going to they're gonna go on a run. They're not going to fire their coach. They should. I do see value at 9-1, to one, though. I think 9-1 to one is a sneaky play. I'm actually going to – I'll put a little bit on that. Look at that. Look at, look at us talking about bets together. I like that. I mean, the East is like crazy wide open. It's actually it's how open the wheat because what? So four teams they have the semifinals and the finals for the East. And if Hamilton does what they did last year and make a late season run, it's going to be them versus Montreal probably. Okay, so I don't well, think Ottawa's making the playoffs. All right, so let, let let's rewind. Okay, how do you see the playoffs shaping up? In the East. In the East, it'll be semifinals will be uh, Hamilton, Montreal, and then Toronto will probably get a bye because I think Toronto does win the East in the regular season. Okay. So we have Toronto against Montreal. No, sorry. Montreal. Toronto, Toronto versus Hamilton in the Eastern final, which is a direct repeat of last year. No, I think and Hamilton won 27 to 19, but I think this Toronto team is better than last year's. I think I think nine to one is the best value on the board. I think so too. You know what? I'm gonna. I, I, I like that. I like nine to one. Look at us just talking about bets, dude. Let's talk about this week's bets. Starting out Thursday night tonight, while this is going on, we have the Montreal Alouettes taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. This spread ballooned uh, because Winnipeg just destroyed them, even though they played super sloppy last week. So Bombers minus eleven. Plus 415 on the money line for the Alouettes. Over under set at 48 and a half. You know what? We did hit the over last week. It did hit the over. And I'm on the over again. I'm not touching the side. I just. I, I, I'm. T- you're not touching no. the, the total? No, I'm not touching the side. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I'm not going to touch the side. I really just don't trust this Montreal team. And Winnipeg. I'm leaning, I'm leaning into it. I bet in the Bombers minus 11. Winnipeg doesn't strike me as a team that's just going to just roll it up. You know what I mean? They can, though. Like, yeah, but they don't strike me as a team that would. But they beat them by 15 last week. But that was more of like the wheels just falling off. Montreal just constantly effing up, shooting themselves in the foot. That could happen easily again. And also, like, Winnipeg played super sloppy last week. If I think if they cleaned it up, they could easily win by, like, 15, 20 points. I would lean the over. That would be my only bet here. I like the over quite a bit. I like the over 48 and a half. I also, I'm on Winnipeg minus 11. Friday, Friday night football. Yeah, Toronto. I, mean, like, I would, if you like the over right now, it's starting to tip up. I'm looking at, on a, on a betting app that used to be our friends, but we're fighting with right now. And everything's about 49. I mean, I like it. I like it up to 50. Okay. I, I think they can get, I think they can get a 50 burger. Okay. All right. So I still lean over if it's like 49, 49 and a half, but grab it ASAP or shop around. Also, I will say this. Opportune game to live bet Winnipeg because Montreal could be keeping it close in the first half. Which they did last week. Which they do pretty consistently. 
Yeah. And then all the breaks would come off. You you like if you bet this at like in the second quarter at some point in the second quarter, you might be able to get Winnipeg like minus six. Which is phenomenal. Or minus four and a half even, if it's like really close. Yeah, which is a phenomenal bet. Which this is like the this is a prime live bet game. Yep. Friday night football, Toronto Argonauts taking on the Hamilton Tiger Cats in Hamilton. Uh what this is a weird one. Hamilton's minus two. Give me plus Plus 115 on the money line for the Argos over under set at 46. What I'm going to do is this. Give me minus one for the first half. Give me minus yes. two for the game. I'm not taking the minus two for the game. Okay. I will always back you on the first half. Hamilton first half has been just nothing but a cash machine. Yep, and I've seen a minus 120. So I'd, I'd take him a minus 120 on the money line. Yeah, take a minus one twenty first half. Take a minus one first half. I also like a minus a half first quarter. Okay. Minus half a point first quarter. I like that. Uh, I will probably they'll probably be up at half, and I will live bet against them because like, like maybe if they're de- if Toronto's down at halftime, you might be able to get like plus one thirty five. I like the plus one fifteen because I think Toronto's a, I, the way they're t- playing right now. I just can't trust Hamilton to win a game. Okay. Maybe, like, talk to me in two weeks. Talk to me two, three weeks. I think Hamilton might start to be on a come up. But what I'm going to say is this, though, is if, if that's the case, we're going to get better odds next week on the Hamilton future. That's true. We probably will. It so, still I mean, might be around 9 to 1, 10 to 1. Maybe a 9.50. You know, maybe yeah. maybe a couple couple cents on the dollar, but still, if you like – if you like Toronto this week, I say way on the Hamilton's future. If you like Hamilton this week, lock it in. I like Hamilton. Looks like old uh, Jimbo doesn't. Looks like we're fighting right now. So uh, This one we do disagree on. I am not touching the over-under, though. Uh, I guess I lean over yeah. tentatively. Uh, don't recommend playing this over at all. BC Lions taking on the Calgary Stampeders. With the Lions minus two, plus one ten on the money line for the Stamps. Over under set at fifty three. This line jumped a shitload. It was fifty one two days ago. I'm not taking the over under. I feel like they're getting to the point where it's just. I'm taking the under. With BC, I'm taking um, the under. I like Calgary at home here. Ah. I like Calgary at home. I'm a bet them plus the one ten. I just ah this offense for Calgary, dude. McLeod Bethel, no, sorry, uh, Bo Levi Mitchell is just not a quarterback to get excited about for me. And BC seems to be red hot. I'm gonna take the Lions minus two. Look at us disagreeing a little, little dissension in the garage this week. I'm also on the under. I I, I like the under more because Calgary's offense just they they kick field goals. Yeah, dude, they, they they like the threes. That's the, that's they, they love them. They just don't score a shitload of points. They like the threes. And like I think their defense is good enough to stop BC a decent amount, but I think BC like they'll get theirs. Like they're they're going to score. And yeah. So two for two disagreements. Last game. Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus the Edmonton Elks. Riders minus five and a half, plus 190 on the money line for the Elks. Over under set at 49. The, I like you kind of um, alluded to it earlier when we we're doing our future talk. 
something's not right with the Rough Riders offensive line. I think Lajardo's his knee isn't 100%. I'm not saying they're going to lose this game, but I think the Elks should be able to keep it within five. I'm going to take him plus the five and a half. See, this one I've had, I've been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, I think. You're kind of like Aaliyah then right there, back and forth. A little bit. It's just, it's tough for me to get behind the Elks plus five and a half because, yes, the offensive line for Saskatchewan is not very good. But the Elks defense is maybe the worst defense in the entire league. I don't even think maybe. The Elks defense is the worst defense in the entire league. They're bad. And I don't think five and a half is that weird number. The CFL loves putting five and a half. I think this is a bounce back spot for the Riders. Give me, give me Saskatchewan minus five and a half. Okay. All right. Not touching that total. Forty nine. No. I'm not touching the total either, my no. friend. No. And I hate going against the Elks because I love Taylor Cornelius, but I think this is a bounce back spot for the Riders. Um. What's your parlay of the week? I got mine all lined. I got mine lined up in the queue. Um. I got. I got one. And it is Montreal first half money line and Hamilton first half money line. Okay. My That's a that's a juicy you parlay those. It's five forty six. My uh my parlay is, you know, just I'm just keeping it simple. Uh nothing fancy on me. Mine's a very disappointing plus three oh one. I'm going TC minus the two for the game and the Stampeders plus 110. Just a boring plus three, 301. No, just boring. You know, nothing too sexy about it. Okay. You know, minus two at the plus 110. I'm not going to get behind that. Maybe I'll, you know what? I'm going to parlay the minus two for British Columbia and the money line for the Argos. Look at you. Look at us battling parlays. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see that, and I'm going to add the Elks plus five and a half. I'll add, this, I'll add the Riders minus five and a half. We'll make it juicy. Plus 684. Okay, so mine's plus 665. So I got the Stampeders plus the 110, double E plus the five and a half, and the Tiger Cats minus the two. That's my parlay of the week. It's probably just because the Argos are plus 115. You get that little bit extra. Yeah, you get that little juice. You get a little juice. Boom. I'll do it. I think that'll do it. I got I got no other CFL takes. I got no other. A uh, little bit, I guess we'll talk more about it on the college one. But uh, we we'll just want to update people on the college football stuff. We did our ACC preview not too long ago. Uh, scratch all of the Wake Forest win total stuff and Sam Hartman Heisman that I talk about. Yeah, Sam Hartman is out with an undisclosed, unrelated football injury. You know what? If only there was a friend of the program so we could just kind of slide in his DMs and kind of get the true story. If he knows. If he knows the truth. He, he probably does. He's connected to the thing. Yeah, he's still pretty close with Wake. Might have to slide into those DMs. Oh, wow. Mental health. Is that what it is? Sam Hartman's mental health awakening changed his life. Opening up about therapy. 
Well, I mean, that's probably not that what this has to do with. Yeah. Yeah, it's just out indefinitely with a non-football related medical condition. So we'll have to see. But spring fever, thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. CFL on its way. Can't wait for Labor Day. We love you guys. Goodbye. Oh, boy, boy, boy.